I V M. My guest on the show today is somebody who has constantly fought the norm and created a path for himself successfully each time. A prolific writer, an opinion maker, an influencer, and perhaps the most widely read English author in India. Joining me today is Chetan Bhagat. Don't you think that if everyone around you is getting smart, you better be smarter? Hey there, I'm the traveling professor Siddharth Deshmukh and I'm back with season 2 of my podcast to make you smarter. Smarter with Sid. What's this season's focus about? Well, it's about 10 minute nuggets that will make you stand out at work. It's time to go from smart to smarter. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday and become smarter with Sid. Chetan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. I'm going to start with a very simple question. You know, you once said you had the best job and you supposedly as everybody else says the best life as an investment banker at Goldman Sachs. You realize you're not happy. Are you happy now? Are you happy today? Yes. Wow, what a deep question to start with, yaar. <laughs> I thought let me Although, start with the deep one. Bilkul. You know, you ask someone, are you happy? It's like, uh, but, but, you know, but God's grace, touch wood, I'm very happy. Yes. And, you know, for whoever is listening, some of it is because of what has happened in my life. And I'm very lucky for that. But some of it is because I have decided to be happy. So, we know, but so, 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 Mm. You know, first you say, I want to be happy. And then you say, what can I do to make myself happy? And then sometimes the world also rewards you. Sometimes, you know, beautiful things happen in life. But you can't only be happy when those things happen. You know what I mean? But so, yeah. uh, uh, but I want to go back to the time when you wanted to quit your job and then you took to writing. Did that fill the void? Did that bring in that happiness? Was it writing that did that? Or was it that you got that recognition and a connect with people? You know, the time you're talking about when I was quitting my job, mm. that time I was deeply unhappy. One is like you feeling like a, uh, so I think when I started writing, it was, I was not that happy, but I was not miserable. I was like, life so mm. I wrote, yeah, but then I kept writing and the books came out, but I couldn't gather the courage to quit my job because the job paid so well. So by that time, that time came to quit that job. I was miserable. Miserable is the word hmm. because, uh, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's, it's so that way I knew that I have to stop this job. I didn't know whether I'll be happy again, hmm. but I knew ki I have to quit this. And that's why I quit my job. I mean, I mean, there's a whole YouTube video made on this, like how I quit my job. But basically, the in quick summary, I had to see a counselor. I had to see a therapist and who basically told me, I, I was saying I feel a lot of pressure, my family and my in-laws and everybody feels 
very scared that I'll be quitting my job. Mm. And what should I do? Because I want to make them happy. And she said that, uh, you know, you can't make anyone, comes back to the happiness thing. You can't make anyone happy unless you're happy. It's like that oxygen mask in the plane, you know. So I quit. So that's what I did was to get rid of the unhappiness. Then slowly I built it back to a happy life. I, I don't want to go too philosophical, but I've, I've wanted to ask you this because I've heard you say this a lot of times, right? You've spoken about this enough number of times. How do you understand that it is the job that's giving you that misery in life because you know all of us have jobs that at one point have been our dream jobs we've loved them and so on and then suddenly it could be a variety of other factors how did you kind of laser focus into Mm. it's the job that's giving me that unhappiness oh it's a good question it's not philosophical at all actually it's a very practical question you're asking because Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't even know it's the job which is causing it see we spend a lot of time on our jobs most people like if you have baking hours and the time you take a shower and whatever, you take that time out, um, you have like whatever, 14 hours and people spend a good 10 hours, five days a week on it. Like that's more than half your waking life you spend in your job. Hmm. So it has a huge bearing on your happiness. You have to basically ask yourself if you're feeling it. First, you have to be very honest with yourself and ask yourself, am I happy or not? Now, we can all have bad days. I have yes. bad days. So it doesn't mean that I, when I said I'm happy, means I'm always jumping with excitement. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. But if it's everyday unhappiness, then you are unhappy. And yeah, sometimes it can be so much that you need the treatment and you need that. We are not going into that zone. Most people have these highs and lows, which are not medical condition, but they are just not satisfied or unhappy in life. And Often it is the job because you are spending more than 60% of your waking hours on it, 70%. Do you have a good team you work with? Do you have a good boss? Do you like the work you do? Does it give you some meaning? Uh, Do you get appreciation at work? Is there anything beyond the salary? Hmm. Okay, here's a simple question. If tomorrow this job didn't pay you, would you still stay? Great question, yeah. And it's a very, yeah, of course, you need to pay the bills and all. But let's say your bills were taken care of. Mm. So you didn't have to. Would you still do it? And if the answer is hell no, yeah, then you're unhappy in your job. But if the answer is, yeah, I might, then I think you're probably okay. Mm-hmm. And if the answer is hell yes, which I think is for me, yeah. then you're just really fortunate that you have a job that you love. Okay. I'm going to start out with when you wrote your first book, 2004, at the age of 29. And I'm going to talk about the fact that uh, despite your success, I mean, you're probably the most read English author in India. It seems the so-called, you know, literati questioned your literary credentials. How did you handle that? And do you still keep handling it? Do you still keep getting the criticism? Now they are much less. Maybe they have accepted me. And also, you know, fortunately, because of Corona, all these lit fests have stopped. So they don't get, they are not getting a platform only. Because they, where do they come? These people normally make their statements in these forums and all that. And there is no, none of that happening. So I don't know what is going to happen tomorrow. And also, you know, sometimes these people used to write in, in various publications, online publications, and uh, they would write about me or my books and, and judge them in a mm. way that, oh, you know, common people read it. What they? And funny enough, those sites have closed down. 
Hmm. And they've lost their jobs. And I used to wonder, not because I used to feel bad. I used to wonder that how can they criticize the person India is reading hmm. when they want the same readership themselves? They're judging me and my readers, but there are these web portals who ultimately want to grow in India only, but they are judging what Indians read. So I think I slowly realized that these people don't know what they're talking about. And they are just hmm. in this position where they're just trying to pose and be like, a snob or be a little elitist in a way, trying to show that they are better than others. And they anybody that the masses of India will read, they will look down on him only or her. Mm. So then I when I realize they, their agenda is a little different and they are getting it wrong that their own jobs are being lost and their own business is being shut down. So then I said I don't I don't have to take their advice. So I from the very beginning I knew that these guys will never support me. They say they care for books, but when people in India actually pick up a book, which is a Chetan Bhagat book, they'll say, Are, what are you reading? So, you know, the child is just going to go right back to Insta Reels. Mm. He's not going to come and read your book. Mm. But where do you and, think their uh, intellectual slash literary snobbery comes from? Hey, now, Angres, guy, na, 1947, I mean, there is a culture. We had in India where very few people used to be. We had, mm. uh, and you know, English was a very precious commodity. People didn't have access to it. And English books was even more precious. So you mm. could literally read five English books and claim to be superior than others. Mm. It used to be the case in the 90s, even the early 2000s. But now I, I said that everybody can read English books. Mm. So I have taken away their uh, exclusivity. So the only way they can keep it is saying, no, 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 no. This is not a real writer. No, no, no. This is a very bad. Mm. So, uh, but, but, you know, I don't know. I have the same editors as uh, those books, same publishers, same everything. But just people are choosing to read my books. In this age, they could have actually learned from me and become my competition. But they were so lost in their superiority that I'm very thankful that they wasted <laughs> their life and their writing. They, some of them are very good writers, you know, but they wasted themselves because they believed that they are superior and things like that. Stupid. But you said that as a child, uh, you used to make people laugh. You were very good at that in maths, right? Now you make people read your books. Uh, have you ever analyzed what is it about that uh, your books that, you know, connects youngsters to it and a lot of readers in India to them? I mean, I, I, some of it is like you can probably tell better because mm. you're an outside observer, mm. you know. And I obviously thought about it, but I, me having been writing them, I, I can't really say. I think there is something to do with the connect. And I think people can connect with me and some people have it and some don't. Mm. Uh, why is Salman Khan the biggest star? Why? Mm. I mean, you know, he's a, okay, good actor, good body, good face, but a lot of people have that. But he connected. Yeah. for decades and it's not like just acting skills right it's mm. it's a lot of people have that a lot of people can do comedy he can do a lot of people can do action he can do. but people connect with him and i think once you connect people that's the god's gift you have the ability to connect with people it's you become in a different league then the critics and all don't matter because people don't say Chetan is the best writer or third best writer or fifth best writer. Hmm. They just say Chetan is my writer. And when it's done, So I think I've managed to connect. In, and I, I, I believe that is my strength. Hmm. It's not books. It's hmm. not writing. Hmm. 
My strength is the ability to connect people, whether it is to tell them interesting things, to motivate them, to make them laugh. I give them something useful to them. And that can be translated into books, into movies, into YouTube videos, into interviews like this, hopefully. Mm. So, you know, that is, I think, the gift which God has given me. I've just been fortunate to bring it out in various ways. Okay, let's talk about your latest book, 400. A switch Mm. from uh, normally the kind of books that you've written, mystery, where did that come about? You know, I just, because I think a a writer must also challenge himself or herself to do new things. Mm. And uh, I've done a lot of love stories. There is still a big love story in this book. Mm. It's like, in fact, when we were bringing it out, we were not sure that it is a mystery, but the love stories are equally important, I would say. And you can almost market it as an infidelity story. You can. Yeah. Uh, but then in the end, we said the missing child is the unique thing. So that's what the cover and all that mm. was like. that. So I, I will always keep the love story. And that is one of my strengths. Mm. But I felt today people are getting distracted more easily. The phone is there. They will close the book and they will not even realize they have closed the book. They'll be checking Instagram and 30 minutes are gone. Then like, chalo, aaj but if I bring an element of mystery in it, mm. what happened to that child? How can a child just go missing for three months? Then they want to know. So it just keep, it's a way to keep the reader into the book for me. I want people to read. Is it a gamble because they expect a certain kind of narrative or stories from you? It is a gamble. And mm. I have always taken gambles. It is a gamble. And I think if you don't take care, I tell people to take risks in my motivation talks. I tell people to try new things. Mm. Go out of your comfort zone. So I have to follow my own advice. I can't just say, I say, Uncle Gyan Bantre, you know, but like you said, you like taking risks. You've constantly reinvented yourself and successfully so. Uh, has there ever been a parent who's come up to you and said, Please, I life story because I don't want my child to leave his or her job? So it's not that. But uh, then I try to explain to them that it's probably good that he's at least expressing. A lot of people who just keep doing things. Maybe you want your child to be happy in future or not? Hmm. Or you just want to tick the boxes. So I think that uh, it has happened and uh, fine. I mean, maybe some people are upset with me because they are used to thinking a certain way. Mm. But a writer's job is not to be liked by everyone. It is to bring about some change. But you know, when people read books, it, it affects the way we think to a great extent, right? Uh, and at the same time, you've also become an opinion maker. Your op-eds are extremely successful, bred a lot, and also very strong in their content. Because the youth connect with you so much, do you often feel overwhelmed by that fact? Do you feel this is a huge responsibility and I need to be more responsible than perhaps the average author? Yeah, it's a good question because, you know, I struggle with that. I, mm. I do want to have more impact. It's See, I'm a very best-selling kind of author. Okay, mm. So in a way, I write very massy. I, I admit it. I write very those commercial kind of books where there's love and sex and infidelity happening mm. and Bollywood kind of stuff, which Indians love. That's why they read that. But I want to do more with my ability to write 
and my reach, the platform that I have today, whatever it is. Right. Uh, and therefore, I want to have more impact. And that's why I started writing on national issues. And, and they do have, there are people who read them. Now, there you have to be more responsible. Hmm. Right. So the Chetan Bhagat, the entertainer, and Chetan Bhagat, the opinion maker or whatever, change maker, whatever you can call it, there is sometimes a conflict in that. Mm. Because what is entertaining is often not very responsible. Yes. Basically. You go out drinking. You go out drinking at night, it's a lot of fun. I mean, Mm. you know, you go out drinking with your friends, it's a lot of fun. You dance on the tables, a lot of fun. Mm. It's not responsible behavior. Mm. But people are more interested in that story. Where this infidelity happening and stuff happening. Now, so I it's, it's sometimes it's difficult. And uh, and I try to, you know, find a balance between mm. the two. And uh, sometimes I want those readers to also like, I want my editorials to be entertaining. Mm. But at the same time, you can't just make everything entertaining. Some things are serious. I mean, it's mm. the Kashmir issue is serious. So it's a struggle. But um, I, I realized that there is, luckily there is not that much overlap. There mm. are uncles and all who meet me on the flight. They say, they only read my editorials. Then they sit next to me and for the whole flight, they tell me how they didn't agree with my article. And there are these youngsters who only want to read 400 days or watch the movies and they're like, how many pata kya hai, They never read my columns. So I'm okay. There's like almost two split personalities happening there actually. Mm. If you see my Instagram feed, it's like, it's a different person than my Twitter feed. And because is, there I'm, yeah, it's crazy. Is that deliberate? Yeah, I mean, I, I can't help it. I mean, mm. yeah, because I, I think Twitter is like a crazy platform where, you know, people kind of talk all kinds of nonsense. And so therefore I don't share personal stuff there. Mm. I'll not put family pictures there. I'll, I'll not put, uh, you know, uh, pictures of my fitness, for example, there. Right. Because, you know, that's, but, but it's somewhere down the line, I like to, sh- I want to share a little bit of who I am with my readers. Mm. So I find Instagram is better. But it, when you look at the feeds, it's like, yeah, it's not the same person. It's not the same person. I'm, I'm fighting about vaccination here. And I'm talking about like, you know, the what we had, like we had a brunch at home and I'm getting pictures of that. So it's very different. I'm going to come to your op-eds that you write and the trolling that you mm. face. Um, you're living the Indian dream. Whether you want to call it middle class dream or upper middle class yeah, dream, yeah. you're living the dream. Whether it was when you had that job at Goldman Sachs or now as an extremely successful yeah. and I have multiple dreams. Yes. I have multiple dreams. Yes. So you would have an understanding of what the Indian middle class dream today is. And I want to ask you that. What is the Indian middle class dream today? Is it to get rich? It is to get a good job. I think that it still remains rich, that. Yeah, it's I, I wish it was a little more aggressive. I wish there was a little more hunger and I always keep trying. I always keep trying for that. But uh, it's that and to get a girlfriend or boyfriend. That's a very big part of the equation which we often ignore. But yeah. getting romance and love and curiosity about sex and, and this whole dating marketplace, so as to say, yeah. uh, there's a rapidly changing culture there. Because they were, we are from arranged marriage, culture to I want to experiment, I want to try, I want to try sex, and I want to go on a date, and I want to try dating apps. So I think that's been, we are seeing the rapid ado- adoption there. There's a desire for a job and a safe job still. 
if you're talking pan india yes of course and and i think i i wish that change i think it will change once we see like this like 10 startup ipos and we mm. see like 10 middle class people who became billionaires uh, you you will see a switch and people will suddenly say you know what i'll not be that but because the economy has been a little weak in the last few years and uh, there weren't that many visible sign you know so people are like okay let me get a government job Mm. and let let me maybe get one girlfriend if i can that's the indian dream that's the indian dream you know uh, you have had the privilege of being at uh, some of the best institutions in india right you've also written about what is wrong with the educational system now i personally believe uh, that most of the colleges in india don't prepare you for a job you're not job ready when you complete your graduation what do you think mm. despite being at the most prestigious institutions do you think all is well in those institutions or is it just because a bunch of the brightest kids in the country are there they're <laughs> obviously supposed to do well Well, IIT IIMs are a lot better hmm. than the other places for sure. But now that I've traveled, yeah. it's not like they're perfect. They're not. Hmm. There's a lot of things issues there. That, I mean, if you see three years or see three five point someone, I've already brought them up. But the broadly, I agree with you that our colleges don't make them job ready. They don't talk about what is relevant. See, there is a fundamental issue I feel with Indian youngsters that they don't have confidence. It's almost like a chronic problem. and that's because of a certain kind of society that we are bado ka kehna mano bado ke aage jawab mat do bado se baat mat karo teacher se baat mat karo maine keh diya chup ho jao bas which is all very respectful and nice but it doesn't build independent thinking personalities hmm. you know everybody is nervous everybody is under confident you can't make decisions so you don't have that confidence and therefore that kind of carries through college and uh, some of it is also just our curriculums are really outdated we haven't really updated them so and then english is a issue because mm. english you need a you need decent english i'm not saying i'm i don't speak very fancy english but you need at least this level so that we can have a conversation we can have a talk with each other so i think these three factors combine confidence english you know curriculum and mm. that leads to a degree which is not immediately useful in fact the companies the big companies have to retrain mm. they send most of the hires they send them for training for 6 months to one year which you bhaiya bina sikhao karna kya and that's because you're not getting that happening yes that is an issue okay so i'm i'm going to talk about the socio political situation in the country because your opinions mm-hmm. reflect a deep understanding or at least your point of view on them you've written several opinions do you see you obviously see the growing polarization in the country are you disappointed by it okay firstly it is growing i must say but it's nowhere near growing as much as it appears on twitter hmm okay twitter is uh, data wise it's 10 million daily users every day in india hmm. on twitter 10 million now it may seem like a lot one crore people but india is 140 crore people. Hmm. so out of 100 people 99 are thankfully not on twitter बट 
largely and i'm not trying to justify it's just the way india is hmm. india is very mixed up with people and and yeah there are racist attitudes bigotry exists that is there and it there may have been a certain emboldenment of that way of thinking in the last few years i don't think it's good hmm. if you look at india's history whenever someone has managed to defeat us it has almost always been when they managed to divide us yes it has how india has been conquered again and again and again when they divided people i'm sure the people really felt that the tribe they are fighting for whatever community religion mm. that's a very justified mm. i'm sure and so therefore today if the majority hindu community whatever the hindu community feels that some people some people in the hindu community is like oh my god we must band together this is the right way we must protect each other and that seems like a very smart idea mm. but history has shown multiple times that that's how people have like managed to defeat india and india will get defeated if we do it this way because we are not that country mm. it's not because congress said we are not that country and i think this is a reaction to um, the liberal elites which were um, like the elites and liberals who kind of uh, controlled a lot of india Mm. or at least were perceived to control a lot of india and now power has shifted and social media is allowed mm. and the kind of those elite were in the media and all and those are all like the power has gone down a lot so it's people don't like those people they are the mm. same people who criticize me the literati mm. you said so i have no love for them i i despise them but it doesn't mean everything they said was wrong mm. they may have been like really not very nice people according to me but if they said that secularism is a good thing it doesn't mean we have to reject it hmm. that's a dumb thing to do i feel because secularism is a good thing we yeah that word may have been abused in the past or whatever but the fundamentally it's a good thing it's like saying that we don't like we hate the liberals and elite so much in the past that we will reject everything they say like if they said let's go to the gym and work out we will not not work out we will eat samosas all day because they said <laughs> it's good to be fit they we will it. not be fit that's called shooting yourself that's called apne paon pe kulaad so if they said secularism that way may not have been a bad thing so i think that is what people need to realize that okay you're angry with them you don't want to be like them whatever i hate them i don't like them okay mm. but they did say a few sensible things the india they created helped india become what it has become today all our neighbors have screwed up all because they did not go our way pakistan bangladesh you know uh, i mean nepal is a cute friend of ours but they have not really gone way ahead of us mm. you know we india has certain heft in the world today maybe because of population and all but we managed to survive as a democracy pakistan did bangladesh you will see what is happening there so i i feel like we should not throw away the good things that were done by your past leaders even if they were not very good people mm. because kai bar koi galat aapne bhi kaam ki baat kar jata hai na kai bar agar aapko main i'm just trying to as an author my job is to step into the shoes of people who are doing this polarization you know i i can just condemn it and then that won't solve anything to solve it we have to understand their psyche their psyche is ki nahi ye pehle wale log galat the ab hum bachayenge hinduon ko ya jo bhi हमेशा इंडिया हार है और हो सकता है कि वो लोग जो कह रहे हैं वो सही भी हो 
जब भी इंडिया एक होता है जीतता है क्रिकेट में भी कब जीतता है जब हमारे सारे लोग आते हैं बॉलीवुड भी क्यों अच्छा है क्योंकि सब लोग आते हैं जब इंडिया एक होता है विदाउट दिस देन वी विन यू नो वी डोंट विन बाय डिवाइडिंग you also said yeah. something very interesting recently which got my attention which was that uh, you have to appeal to the self interest of the radicals don't give them a lecture on morality can you elaborate on that koi bhi insaan kab badalta hai because my I, my job has been to create change not just political but anyway when i motivate people when i want them to think a certain way about you know something mm-hmm. when i've written a book and i've seen change firstly you don't shove in change ऐसे नहीं कि शट अप यू इडियट इट विल बी लाइक दिस यू आर गोइंग टू फ्लॉप सो इफ समन थिंग्स इन अ वेरी पोलराइज्ड वे नाउ समन मन से यू डोंट हैव टू बी देयर अपोलॉजिस्ट यू आर बीइंग देयर अपोलॉजिस्ट यू बीइंग देयर अपोलॉजिस्ट नो आई एम बीइंग देयर सर्जन एंड आई नो दैट पीपल डोंट लाइक शट डाउन चेंज पीपल मूव लिटिल बिट यू हैव टू मूव धीरे-धीरे धीरे-धीरे करके ही लोग बदलते हैं अपना देन यू हैव टू टेल देम व्हाई दे शुड चेंज What's in it for them? Everyone in this world asks, "What's in it for me? Why do I change?" And they will change when you show them that what you are doing will be harmful to you, will be harmful to your country. And if we do this, okay, you have ten things wrong in the past. Keep these two things, but don't leave them. This is very fundamental to India's fabric. So I think that may, like, you know, then you are sitting on the table. You are like not hating them. You're not saying that you're crazy. You're not saying that you're crazy. You're not labeling them, bagging them. Nobody likes that. And so, if you start with that, they are anyway switched off. But you say, "Yes, I understand. You have to deal with it. That it has happened. But if we don't deal with it, then we get angry. This, to me, this is my style. Okay. It's not apologist. I'm not apologizing for their behavior. But I have to take everybody along. If I'm saying we should be one and secular. then we should truly be one and secular we should listen to everyone so that's what i feel but okay know, time will tell yeah. you, like you mentioned you've been trolled enough and more uh, uh-huh. on social media and a, a, a lot of times the question that has been raised is chetan bhagat take one stand sometimes you uh, praise the government sometimes you question the government we can't really understand what you stand for how do you respond to that that i have a brain and i like to use it <laughs> how can i say one thing ke ek ho gaya fir to matlab see i think human i i have learned that human beings want to be sheep hmm. in search of a shepherd i think that's a human tendency hmm. in the lot of people and if you want to be a winner in life i tell people try to be a shepherd try to think where the sheep should go don't be the sheep i just announce i hate the government and then by bad jojo then what is the point of my ability to write what is the point of my ability to analyze see things so yeah you i'm not in your club i multiple times have have had to say that i am sometimes i get a lot of love also i'll write a column that right wing people really like they'll say are shabash chetan bhai no better writer than you i tell them sir aapke club mein nahi hu main aaj aap tareef kar rahe ho kal aapke ulta bhi bol dunga wo bhi fir sun lena fir mat kehna ki ye kaisa pagal writer hai so same way for liberals i say so i think this is a very important thing and i i am very proud that i try to be objective i try i'm not saying i'm 100% there but at least i'm trying and maybe that is why like you said my columns are red because 
they know that this guy is at least trying to be objective. He's trying to look at things in a way which is best for the country, not like he's on side or on side. You can call it thali ka bangan, you can call it. But I don't want to go to thali. Thali wale bangan ko log khaa jate hai. Mere ko nahi khaa na. So what next for Chetan Bhagat? Does the author I mean, this continue book is or? Com- hmm. I'm waiting for Corona to get completely okay and then see hmm. what happens. Maybe more OTT or, or film and, and just work on my fitness. My kids are applying to college, trying to help them. So I think there's a lot of things when you do things like launches and books and things, they, you kind of ignore a lot of things. So I think those things need my attention. So I'll give them my attention. Okay. Wonderful. Uh, Jitin, I'm going to end with, uh, you know, what people call rapid fire, whatever. I call them questions that become great promos for a show, right? So they're just short five questions that I'm going to ask you. You can give an elaborate okay. answer, short answer, whatever. Yeah. Okay. So the first question is, what is the best advice you got? Don't ignore your health. Okay. And what is the best or rather, what is the advice that you give all the time? Focus on your self-improvement and ignore everything else. Good one. How would you define love? When there is someone in this world you care deeply about and just their presence or just the connection with them can lift you up. What is the most boring thing that you have ever done? Oh, my first job in my bank, there were these accounts that were not balancing and we had to go through ledgers for months. It was, I, I literally said this is the most boring thing I've ever done. Yeah. And finally, how would you describe yourself? I think sometimes fun, sometimes serious. And I, I actually, I'll just say this, uh, my motto, don't be serious, be sincere. You know, so fun, serious. I don't know. But more sincere than serious. No, no, no. I don't want to be any sabzi. Which, if I'm banger, then you are, even if you are paneer, somebody's going to eat you. Now. <laughs> Better to be banger and be out in the garden. If, by the way, I love banger. I don't know why people say thalika banger. Banger is such a nice I know, sabzi. Such a, yeah, but, but if you tell me right now, Kansi sabzi, I will often 90% of the say banger bharta. <laughs> I love banger. I love banger. I am the banger who bharta bharta. On that note, uh, Chetan, lovely to have you on the show. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much. Bye. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at the rate IVM podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to reach out to me, I'm Mahro Khinayat on Twitter and Mahro Khinayat on Instagram as well.